1: Everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Pooket It's your Monday, July 22nd edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. The Open Championship was absolutely outstanding for us golf fans out there. Baseball has been wild as always. Lots of good stuff going on. Go check it all out at thequantedge.com. as they get you ready for your NFL season. They got best ball information, DFS information, and much, much more. The NFL product is gonna be bigger and better than ever. It's outstanding. And you can get the whole season for one forty nine ninety nine. And right now, if you use promo code Bubba, you get the rest of MLB free. It's a hell of a deal. Highly recommend it. Go to com. Promo code Bubba gets you the MLB season free when you buy the full NFL packet for one forty nine ninety nine. Also, if you give a rating and review on iTunes for the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. Just take a couple minutes out of your time. All right, 11-game banger on tap on a Monday. Getting a full slate and some big boy aces on the mound. Your totals... On this slate. We're waiting on Colorado and Washington as it's Lambert versus Fetty. Should be a high total. But uh, serious weather there. there. It gets wetter and wetter as the night goes on. Wouldn't be shocked if that game is gone. And we have a 10-game slate on our hands. You got Cardinals, Pirates, Trevor Williams, Ponce de Leon. Waiting on a total there. Indians, Jays, 9. Red Sox, Rays, 9. Reds, Brewers, 9. Marlins, White Sox, 10. Yankees, Twins, 11. A's, Astros, 8.5. Orioles, D-backs, 9. Cubs, Giants, eight and a half. Rangers, Mariners, 10. So seven of the nine totals we have have nine or higher. We have three of 10 or higher. We have 16 totals above five at the moment. So pretty, pretty offensive as usual on the Diamond. Weather-wise, like I mentioned, Washington looks wet, wet, wet. To Keep an eye on that one. Uh, Pittsburgh, it's raining throughout the day when it kind of dies off around game time. Maybe a late start unless something changes there. And then Miami and Chicago. Already a, a rough pitching matchup there for the White Sox. The ball is flying out to right field. The wind is flying out to right field about 15 miles an hour. Pitchers, we have four guys over 10K. We have six guys over 9K. We got Garrett Cole, 12-5 at home against the Oakland Athletics. The price tag is wild. He's faced Oakland once this year. Six innings, two earned, four Ks for 14 points. But he's a 2.94 home ERA. He's got 35, 27, 34, 34 in his last four starts. He has 22 or more in eight of his last nine. When you're talking cash game, it's very, very expensive. And I have no problem not paying for it. Like we saw, I think it was Saturday night. You could have played Musgrove and Urquidy, who both got you over 30 points. Where many played Musgrove and Kershaw, who both got you over 30 points. But Musgrove and Kershaw cost you 16800 bucks. Where Musgrove and Urquidy cost you carry the two, about ten nine. So you would have saved almost six grand to use on bats where it was offensive and the Red Sox popped off. So that's why I'm not always a fan of paying up. Cole's a great price if you need to go there. Uh, The A's will strike out a bit about 21% of the time. Cole's a heavy road favorite. We know the A's do have some offense, so Cole's definitely there. He's the top option on the slate if you're going to go there. I just don't know if it's necessary tonight. You can drop down $1,100, go to Robbie Ray at $11,400. 3-4-5 Three, four, five 4 5 home ERA, 21.6 points per average against the Baltimore Orioles. A team you can definitely take advantage of. Ray, 20 or more DraftKings points in three straight starts. He's a minus-220 home favorite. And the Orioles strike out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Ray, it's just the walks like always, almost a 12% walk rate. But a 40% ground ball rate, 31% strikeout rate are both outstanding. And they got a Baltimore team with a 3.5 team total. Second lowest on the slate just above the Oakland Athletics They have a 308 Woba and a 165 Isovers lefty, which is not great. So Robbie Ray at 11.4, I think it's a good pivot if you want to go down and still pay up at the position. And the last guy I'll mention, Sonny Gray, is because he's been so damn good. He's been much better at home than on the road, but still a 335 Roadie RA. It's actually evened out. He's basically the same either way. He faced Milwaukee three times this year. He's averaging 27 points per start. One was a 43 point lead inning, uh, 12K, 8 shutout into 12Ks. Last time he was in Milwaukee, four and a third's, four earned, four Ks for eight DraftKings points. But he's got you 24, 27, 43, 23, uh, 8, 22 in his last like five or six starts. He's been very, very good. The Milwaukee bats have been kind of quiet overall compared to what we're used to from them. They did have a really good Sunday. Milwaukee uh, strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Gray striking out over 28% of the batters he faces right now. With a 55% ground ball rate. That helps keep the ball in the ballpark, folks. Pretty simple math there. 4.7 run total for the Brew Crew. Lefty's 275, righty's 270 versus Gray. It's extremely risky at 9700 bucks, but he's in play this evening. So up top, I got Cole, Ray, Gray. It's just, I don't know if you need to pay up tonight. I really don't. There's some punt options. I think I'd rather just say YOLO and let's see what happens. Uh, If you drop down, you have Marco Gonzalez at 79 at home against the Texas Rangers. It's a very iffy play at 79. He's faced the Rangers three times this year. He's averaging 16 points per appearance. His recent home starts against the A's, 26.4. Kansas City, 21. Got destroyed by the Angels in Texas in his previous two. So his last couple of home starts, great. Other ones, not so much. Um, When you look at Marco Gonzalez, the reason I like this play as upside is is Texas strikes out 26% of the time versus lefties. He's not a huge strikeout guy, but when he's done well against them, he struck them out. He's got a 17% carry in the year, but he's he's, uh, in his... Let me pull it back up real quick. In his starts against Texas, he's pitched 18 innings. He has 16 strikeouts. There's a reason he's getting the points he's getting against the Texas Rangers, and that's what I wanted to look at there. He's got near 40% ground ball rate. Texas has a team total of 4.8 just above the Brew Crew. Lefties three fifty one, righty's three hundred nine. Reverse splits for Marco Gonzalez and the Rangers. They have a one ninety ISO, which is outstanding versus lefties, but only a three hundred nine WOBA. So it's when they get it, they get it all. Otherwise, they don't do much at all. So Marco at seventy nine is in play. It's not the sexiest play, but he's in play. One of the the plays I like a lot. The weather doesn't look great, but Trevor Richards at seven thousand dollars at the Chicago White Sox has some appeal. Richards has a three seven road ERA compared to four five at home, which is very very odd. Uh, recent road appearances for Richards at Atlanta seven points but at St. Louis 22 San Diego 29 and a half in his last three road starts and he gets a White Sox team you know you can pick on if you're on uh, they strike out 26 percent of the time versus righties he's got a 21 percent K rate of his own a uh, get up a lot of flight balls though, and that's the part that kind of scares me White Sox at 5.2 team total lefties 325 righties three oh eight away versus Richards but the White Sox only a 308 Wobo and a 151 ISO leaves a lot to be desired for Trevor Richards. It's just a matter of keeping the ball in the ballpark with the wind blowing out. It's already a lively ballpark. It could get interesting, but a lot of strikeout upsides there, and they just struggle offensively. Period. So Richards at 7K has some tremendous upside in that matchup. Last but not least, Alex Mills, Alec Mills at 6,900 bucks at the Giants. He pitched six innings, three earned six Ks in his debut at home against Cincinnati. Pitched pretty well in the minors throughout the year. Not like great, great, but not bad. Uh, and against a Giants team that's on fire, but not offensively. They're striking out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitchers. Um, Mills was great, 23% carry, 53% ground ball rate in his debut. Obviously a small sample. But he had a Giants team with a 4.2 team total. Lefties 429, righties 320 in that small sample. But the Giants, as much as they've been hitting on the road, not at home again. Remember that. They don't hit at home. 308 Woba, 170 ISO. So Mills at 69 is definitely a live play as well. So in this mid-tier range, I got Richards 1, Mills 2, Marco Gonzalez 3. Now if you want to get really weird, if you want to get really weird, we have six pitchers at 4800 bucks or lower. There's two I don't mind taking a look at. One is Sean Anderson for the Giants. Yes, it's been ugly. He's averaging about 12 points per game at home this season. Recent starts at Colorado, not give it. At Milwaukee, 13.9. If you look at his recent home starts, Arizona, 14. Uh, Padres, 21.3. And then he got beat up by Arizona again. He's a big-time pitch-to-contact guy, which is always scary. The Cubs can hit a bit, but for 4300 bucks, Cubs strike out 22.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Anderson's got a 45% ground ball rate. Uh, you look at the Cubs as well. Team total of 4.2, or about 4.3, about 0.1 runs higher than the Giants. Uh, they have lefties 387, righties 338. So super risky with Sean Anderson, but he's an option for you. The other option is Adrian Sampson, 4100 bucks at the Seattle Mariners. He's faced Seattle three times this year. He's averaging 14 points per appearance. After the All Star break, he started out in the bullpen uh, in his last one, two, three. Four appearances have been out of the bullpen. So if people just do game log hunting, they're not going to be very happy with it. But if you dig deeper, before that, when you're starting, 17-21, 4-4.5-35-35. Four, four we saw some really good things out of Samson at times. We saw some not-so-good things. We get the Seattle Mariners tonight. You can take advantage of Seattle. They strike out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Samson, 19% K rate, 39% ground ball rate. Uh, they do have a 5.2 team total. Lefty's 326, righty's 392. So they are hitting the ball, but for $4,100, I don't mind taking a gamble on Adrian Sampson. So recapping your pitching down below, Sampson 1, Anderson 2. Overall, I got up top Cole, Ray, Gray. In the middle, Richards, Mills, Marco Gonzalez. Down below, Sampson and Anderson. Again, I don't know if you have to pay up tonight. There's a lot of bats, a lot of offense, but uh, that's the way I'm looking at things right now. Again, join us in the TQE member Discord or the Fantasy Sports DJ in Slack chat to get all the help you need throughout the day. Let's look at the bats so on this 11. Gamer Mitch Garver in a phenomenal spot against CC Sabathia at $5,400. CC giving up a lot of loud contact to lefties this year. I hate paying $5,400 for catchers, but Mitch Garver has been outstanding. Averaging 11.5 over his last 10, 18-0, 14-21 over his last four. Hard to ignore that in this matchup for CC. You got Omar Narvarez vs. Sampson. If you're not using Sampson, he's in play. Otherwise, you can kind of you know go down a bit. You could look at Grandal vs. Gray. I get it, um, but I look at maybe Steven Vogt if he gets to start versus Mills in 4K. Alex Avila at 39 versus Aaron Brooks and the Baltimore bullpen looks very very appealing to me. Uh, Ivan Nova has been a mess against righties and lefties. The Marlins are a very very live play tonight. They're, they're in the highest total game on the slate. Um, when you look at the Marlins, the Marlins actually have a team total of 4.85. Lefties 340, righties 381 versus Nova. Jorge Alfaro at 39, especially hitting in the middle of that Miami lineup, can be very, very intriguing to get you some savings. 3700 bucks can be very nice. A couple other guys you could take a peek at. It's really, really bleak. Maybe a Buster Posey at 34 if you need to. Otherwise, it's going to be a kind of punt night after guys like Alfaro... Because it's a lot of guys against aces, or you got your Martín Maldonado's, your Jeff Mathis's of the world. So it's Alfaro, maybe some Avila, Garver, Narvaez is kind of where I'm looking right now. Or just say screw it, punt with whatever value comes out when lineups get released. First base, you got Anthony Rizzo over Sean Anderson. Really, really good play there. But Garrett Cooper at 5K has my attention. It's pricier than heck for Garrett Cooper, but a very good play for a guy that's been raking of late. Uh, farther down, maybe a Christian Walker and a GPP. But Yuli Gurriel at 46 versus Homer Bailey. Definitely some upside in that one. Um, Carlos Santana switch hitting versus Barucki at 43. Has a discount there. But, uh, yeah, really odd stuff here because some of the best spots are the Colorado-Washington game. But I just don't see that game playing. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt's been quietly getting going. He's still averaging only 7 in his last 10. GPP-wise at 41, I can see that appeal. Jake Lamb in a GPP at 41 versus Aaron Brooks. Lamb averaging about 7 in his last 10, but it was like 2-0, 10, 5-22. He's got the GPP upside of 4,100 versus Aaron Brooks and that Baltimore bullpen. I don't mind Jose Abreu at 4K versus Trevor Richards. If you're not pitching Richards, stacking that Miami-Chicago game can be very, very strong in your favor. Uh, CJ Kron versus CC Sabathia at 39 is outstanding. We know CJ Kron crushes left-handed pitching. I just mentioned how CC has struggled versus righties this year. I think CJ Cron at 39 is a great play for CC. If you don't want to pay up at the position, great play to start with right there. A Few others, maybe a, a Joey Votto or Brandon Belt at 36 and 37. If you want to save, without tremendous upside though, that's the problem. So I probably wouldn't go below CJ Cron if I didn't have to tonight. Second base, you got Kesson Hira, who's been absolutely outstanding at 54. Love that play. Danny Santana, switch hitting at 53, he's got some upside. But Cattell Marte at 52 be my favorite up here against like Aaron Brooks. I think Arizona is a huge play tonight. Uh, team total of 5.5, third highest on the slate. Lefties 385, righties 341 versus Brooks. And the thing with Baltimore is it's always about st- the crappy starter and the even worse bullpen. And now they don't have a DH, so they're going to be pinch-hitting for pitchers. You might get even more crappy bullpen with Baltimore. The Arizona Diamondbacks are a big, big play tonight. Cattell Marte at 52, very good in that matchup cheaper down Jose Altuve at 45 Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and a GPP at 44 I don't hate Tommy Edmonds been getting it done for the Cardinals he's up to 44 though it's hard to pay for that when you get Altuve at 45 and Gurriel at 44 also really tough to do that. or you can get Mike Bustock is at 44 versus Sonny Gray Stock is 10 29 10 12 over his last 5 he's so consistently good he's second base third base eligible he's 4400 bucks we mentioned with the Brew Crew, Sonny Gray, lefty's 275, righties 270. But Mustakis at 44 has got that big-time GPP appeal and a hitter-friendly ballpark against Sonny Gray. A few others when he dropped down. Uh, GPP, Eric sogard has been swinging a decent bat versus Clevenger. Clevenger's been very good, though, so be careful there. Uh, Jonathan Scope in a GPP at 39 versus Sabathia. We know Scope's got big-time power versus righties. He's just very inconsistent in late 7 and 16 in his last two but it's, it's, he's hitting 260 for a reason, but there is upside there with scope in a GPP. Um, and then Luis Arias at 3,700 has some definite appeal to it. Rudin Odor to GPP at 37, I don't hate. Starling Castro, if you're really desperate at 36, you can go there. Um, Mike Brosu of uh, Tampa Bay, 35. BGO at 35, GPP only. But what I would go down to, if you're going to punt a position... He's been quiet. He had that really, really hot stretch right after the All Star break, but like the last eight or nine games, not much going on. But Adam Frazier's thirty five. He's if he's near the top of the Pittsburgh order, take a look at that. And Scooter Jeanette's thirty four. But he's been really, really bad since coming back from the IL. Third base, you got Rafael Devers. Not the greatest of spots for Jalen Beeks. Still a little bit upside, but not the greatest spots. Eduardo Escobar at fifty three. Now that's a smash button spot. That's a good one. You got Alex Bregman, who's really been crushing it of late, over 11 points his last 10. 9-0, 16-25, 9-9-9, 10-19. Basically nine or more in nine of his last 10. He's 5K versus Homer Bailey. Really good-looking stuff there. Uh, Eugenio Suarez against... Uh, uh, why am I blanking right now? Eugenio Suarez versus Chase Anderson. Yes, I was going to use the wrong Anderson. I think with Chase Anderson, reverse splits. Lefty's 256, righty's 369. And when you look at Cincinnati, a three sixteen low, but a one ninety five ISO versus righties. Um, Eugenio Suarez has been mentioning it on the pod lately. We usually love targeted numbers lefties, but he's hitting righties just fine right now. 5, 17, 0, 18, 3, 14, 16, 2, 18, 14. So 14 or more in like six of his last 10. Lots to like with Eugenio at a $4,600 price tag where he'll get overlooked because people will see righty-righty. They'll see Bregman and uh, LeMay right above him. They'll see Lurie Uriel at the same price point. Neil Hengel Suarez would be much forgotten on this slate. won Moncada at 45 and a GPP versus Trevor Richards. No problem with that at all. With that weather, with that conditions, I, I don't mind that. Mitchie mentioned Bustakas already. Lots to like there. If for some reason Colorado and Washington get in, Colorado in some of the Washington's, well, Colorado's really cheap. Like, Aaron Otto at 4,400 versus Eric Fede is great. I just don't see that game playing. Like, if that game all of a sudden the weather looks better, I'll talk about it in the chats for sure. I'll let you know what I like there. I'm just kind of skipping over it to not cloud your uh, your player pool right now. Mentioned Jake Lamb in the GPP. Brian, uh, Brian Anderson, third base outfield eligible. He's up to 4K tonight for Yvonne Nova. Really good price. One thing I'll give DK credit for because I shit all over them when they screw up, which is often. But they priced the Marlins up tonight, which I'm very proud of because when I, I looked at who was pitching earlier, I did like last night in my pitching research, bats are always my first look when I do the podcast. I don't look at bats until I do the podcast. And I'm sitting there looking at Yvonne Frick and Nova. I'm looking at the team total for the Marlins. I'm thinking, DK's going to screw this up. So far, so good. Cooper 5K. You get Anderson at 4K. They're at least making you think about it. Because if it was the normal prices, like $4,300 Cooper, $3,400 Brian Anderson, Anderson, this would be simple. Real simple. But they're making you think about it at least, which I'll give them credit for on this one. Uh, A few others at this third base position you got the likes of Colin Moran at 37, always GPB viable. Luis Arias mentioned him already at 37. I'd rather have Colin Moran with his upside versus Ponce De Leon. De Leon threw good two games ago, not so much this last time out. He's a lot of pitch contact there. But like Marvin Gonzalez, switch hitting, hits in the middle of that Twins lineup. He's third base outfield eligible, only 3,500, big time upside in that matchup. I like that quite a bit if you need to get some value at third base or the outfield. Shortstop, yeah, Bogart's a really good spot there. But Bregman at 5K, I like that quite a bit like we just talked about. Uh, you could go to Javi Baez at 46. Again, Sean Anderson, he's an okay pitcher. He has sh- certain nights where he's really good. He's just a lot of pitch to contact, and that's the scary part. It's a Cubs lineup that sometimes pit, you know doesn't show up, but when they show up, they have a lot of thump. And if you're getting guys like Javi Baez at 46, you got to at least think about it. Not a must play by any means, but you got to think about it when you look at that one. I got the lefty Ryan Brookey making his debut this year. Uh, Lindor at forty five has got a little appeal to it. The, the, the Indians have appeal. I just don't know what is going to do in his debut. It's always hard to figure that out, and uh, you either get lucky or you get burned. Paul DeYoung at forty two had a good series over the weekend in Cincinnati. Two and zero over the weekend. I mean, like 27-23 on what Friday and Thursday. Maybe waking up at forty two in a GPP. I could see the appeal if you want to go there. Not a must by any means. Trevor Williams usually pretty good versus right hand bats. But wanted to mention him because he's only 4,200. A little bit upside there. Uh, Kevin Newman of Pittsburgh at 4K. Jorge Polanco at only 4K is not bad either. But Didi Gregorius at 39. Had a little bit of success versus uh, Martin Perez in his career. Loves hitting left-handed pitching. Very up and down since his return from the IL. He had a 0, but then a 14-12 in his last two. 2-22, and then a bunch of goose eggs. So 3,900 for Didi. Against Martin Perez, I could definitely see some upside in that one. Uh, Miles Straw at 38 if you have to. J.P. Crawford at 38 has got more appeal than that. I could definitely see that being an option. Uh, Mike Freeman, if he makes the lineup in Cleveland at 3,600, has a little bit of value for you as well. Outfield, Christian Yellick, yes, 5,800 bucks is a great spot. George Springer, 54, phenomenal. Those are two phenomenal, phenomenal plays. Mentioned Danny Santana earlier at 53, that's a good look. Betts has been on fire, but 52 versus Beaks. I respect Beaks. Not saying the, the Red Sox can't do it. I just respect Beaks. Vegas does too. Only a 4.5 team total for Boston on this slate. It, it says a lot. Lefties 309, righty 320 off Beaks. Not saying Boston can't do it by any means, but uh, I respect it. I, I'd rather pay 52 for Ketel Marte against Aaron Brooks. So Marte, Springer, Yellick is who I'm looking at up top here. You do have Jordan Alvarez at 51, which has some GPP appeal for sure, but give me Catel Marte at 52. Dropping below 5K, though, you got Aaron Judge at 49 is a really good spot there versus Perez. I could see that having some appeal. Hunter Pence had a little bit of success with Marco Gonzalez in his career. He's 4,900. Take a look at that. Don't sleep on Starling Marte at 48. Gerard Dyson at 48 versus Aaron Brooks is very, very appealing as well. Uh, 0, 10, 20, 18 in his last four. For Gerard and he's forty eight hundred bucks. If you're stacking the the backs don't forget Gerard in your lineup. Uh, you got Aaron Hicks, likes hitting lefties against Martin Perez at forty six. You could go that direction. Michael Brantley's only forty five versus Bailey. Uh, Ramon Lariano. If you want to get weird in your GPPs, is forty eight versus Cole. That's just uh, taking a hefty gamble there in that one. But like Nelson Cruz, who loves mashing lefties, he's forty four hundred. Really good price point there against CC. Brian Reynolds at 43 versus Ponce de Leon's got some tremendous upside in that matchup. Max Kepler hits lefties okay. He's 43 in a GPP for Max. He can go that direction. Um Yastrzemski, big walk-off Dong last night. He's 43 versus Mills. Not sure I'm gonna go there, but he's in play. Jordan Luplow, we talk about it. He's like a he's like the, the cheap Joey Gallo. I mentioned it last time. He's boomer bust, but he crushes lefties. He's got he's got Baruki coming off the IL today. Uh, his last few games 12-21-0-12. In three of his last four, all multi-hit... Uh, his, his last three starts, 12-21-12. The 12. So zero is a pinch hit. Multi-hit games in those games. Um, 4200 bucks versus Barucki. I can get behind Love Low for sure in that matchup. Uh, JD Martinez is down to $4,100. That's pretty wild. I know he's not been great, but that's a, a pretty wild price tag in that matchup. Kyle Schwarber only forty-one versus Anderson. I could definitely get behind that one as well. Uh, Brian Anderson, four K. Uh, Ramirez in Miami at 4K as well. You can look at both of those options. You Get below 4K now, uh, it gets even weirder for you. You got the likes of uh, Avi Garcia loves crashing lefties. Erod's been pretty good at 3900. Pick your poison in a GPP. But like Jesse Winker versus Chase Anderson at 39 leading off is very very solid in that matchup. Jose Martinez in a GPP for, especially if especially for stacking St. Louis for some reason versus Williams at 38. I don't think I'm stacking St. Louis, but it's there if you need some value. Um, other than that, like Philip Irvin's 37 if you need to go there. Um, if he cracks the line of second base, third uh, outfield eligible, Robel Garcia of the Chicago Cubs is 3,700. I got a little bit of upside for you there. Um, 0, 10, and 19, 14 in his last few starts. He's been very, very productive at 3,700 for Robel Garcia. Uh, In that Cubs lineup. So give him a look. uh, Other than that, if uh, Cesar Pueyo makes the Marlins lineup at 36, that's a good GPP play for value. He's got big time power, got big time strikeout stuff, big time power at that price point in a GPP. I can definitely get behind that. Other than that, check your lineups. You'll get a lot of options like Marlon Gonzalez and others down below. Recapping your pitching up top Garrett Cole, Robbie Ray, Sonny Gray. In the middle, Richards, Mills, Gonzalez, Marco Gonzalez. And then down below, Samson, Anderson. I'm telling you, Samson or Anderson, one of them has got to get it done. If not both, holy crap. But I think you can make some interesting moves down there tonight. Looking at the totals on this slate. Yeah, the Yankees versus Martin Perez is, is pretty good. Not going not to hide that one. That's pretty solid. Minnesota receipts, they can be sneaky nice as well. But I'm all over the D-backs. D-backs versus Aaron Brooks and the Orioles. Big, big fan there. Lefties 383, righty's 341. Uh, the Astros versus Homer Bailey will be intriguing. But uh, give me Arizona, and then give me give me Miami versus Yvonne Nova. And maybe some White Sox versus Sonny, or Trevor Richards. But Miami versus Nova, lefties 340, righty's 381. Those both look really nice. And then you can mix and match throughout. Like the Cubs versus Sean Anderson's got some big appeal. Low team total, but lefties 387, righty's 338. You can have some fun with that one as well. BVP on this slate we will send you on your way. Uh, You got Tommy Pham, 4 for 11, Erod, not much there. Charlie Blackman, 5 for 5, with a triple and a homer off Fetty, but we don't know if that game is going to play. Paul DeYoung, 6 for 16, three doubles and a homer off Trevor Williams. We talked about him briefly at 4,200. Jose Martinez, 7 for 20, with two doubles hitting 350. Keep that in mind. Lorenzo Kane, 8 for 16, with a double off Sonny Gray. Jose Peraza, 4 for 12, with a double, triple, and a homer. Philip Irvin, Nick Sinzel, Jose Peraza, Derek Dietrich, Yasiel Puigal of one homer off of Chase Anderson. E. Eugenio Suarez is four for 21. It's a buck 90 average with three home runs off of Chase Anderson. So GPP viable. Uh, da, da, da. Not much there. Not much there. Like Marvin Gonzalez, Sano, Scope, um, Kron of all homer off CC. Sano's been on fire over the last month, so keep him in mind. I forgot to mention him when we talked about things. Dd 3-for-9 with two homers off Martin Perez. Uh, keep that one in mind. A few others to take a peek at. Um, the Rangers really do like Marco Gonzalez. Hunter Pence, 6-for-11, two doubles on a homer. Chu, 7-for-13. Gallo, 5-for-15, two homers. Odor, 5-for-15. Andrews 4-for-13. Mazzara's taking him deep. As a team, they're hitting three hundred two, three thirty eight. Woba, one forty three ISO, so lots to like there. But that'll wrap us up. 11 games slate on your Monday to get things crack-a-lacking on the final week of July, the final full week of July. In the MLB season got the trade deadline about nine days away. Lots of good stuff coming up. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Got a full week ahead for you at thequantedge.com and Fantasy Sports DGN. So get ready to check it all out. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Pickets, your Monday, July 22nd edition. I'm out.